brothers in Christ, in this season of spiritual renewal, this year's liturgy of the first Sunday of Lent offers readings which should prompt us to reflect on how well we are keeping the commitments and promises we have made in our lives. Above all, the commitments and promises we have made either to God or with God as their witness. Our first reading describes God's covenant with Noah and his household. By it, God enters into an everlasting agreement. That's what a covenant is, an everlasting agreement through which God binds himself not to destroy all living beings by a universal flood. God calls it the covenant I've made between me and you and all living beings. It would be the first of a number of covenants which God would make in order to reveal his love for mankind. And today's psalm, today's psalm refrain affirms this. For we prayed, your ways, O Lord, are love and truth to those who keep your covenant. After the covenant with Noah, God would make one with the Israelites at Mount Sinai in which God gave to Moses the law summarized by the Ten Commandments, which Israel was to keep in order to be God's chosen people and to enter the Promised Land. Israel under Joshua renewed the covenant as they crossed the Jordan to take possession of the land of Canaan. Later, God would make a covenant with King David that his throne will last forever. And later still, through the prophets, God announced that he would make a new eternal covenant with Israel. All these covenants had as their purpose a deeper and more faithful love between God and his people. A deeper and more faithful love on the part of man. Because God is always faithful. What is essential to an understanding of covenant, essential, is commitment. The parties to a covenant must be committed to what they undertake. Otherwise, the covenant is false. In the gospel, Jesus is driven by the Holy Spirit into the desert where he remains for 40 days and undergoes Satan's temptations. The devil tempts Jesus to turn away, to turn away from his mission, to abandon his commitment to be the Messiah, the Savior who would inaugurate the eternal covenant which God had promised he would enact. And this covenant would be not only with Israel, but with the new Israel. The new Israel, the definitive kingdom of God which the Lord Jesus came to inaugurate. And as we know, Jesus withstood Satan's temptations. He would keep his commitment. He arrives in Galilee and proclaims the gospel message. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. The Son of God brings into being the eternal covenant. And he would seal it. He would seal it with his death on the cross on Good Friday. On this first Sunday of Lent, my friends, Calvary is already on the horizon. In the passage from his first letter, St. Peter affirms the reality of the new covenant. Christ died, he says, the righteous for the sake of the unrighteous, so that all mankind may be saved. Christ is risen, 
and has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers subject to him. Christ fulfilled his, his commitment in the most radical way. The most radical way. He accomplished his mission of salvation. St. Peter goes on to say that the eternal life of the new covenant is communicated through baptism, which he says, which he says saves you now, now. The new life of baptism is salvific, provided that those who have been baptized live up to its commitments. Dear brothers and sisters, Lent is a welcome time for us to consider how well we are living our baptismal promises. Do I live my daily life in a way that clearly shows that I reject Satan and all his works, that I reject sin and the glamour of evil, and that I believe everything contained in the profession of faith, the creed? Do I appreciate and fully live the baptismal anointing by which I was given a share in Christ's offices of priest, prophet, and king. If I do, then it means that I am committed to worshiping God together with my fellow Christians, at least on Sundays and holy days of obligation, whether in person these days or virtually watching through media. It means that I'm committed to studying my faith, to studying my faith, and defending it in public. And that I'm keeping good watch over myself so that I am not ruled by my passions. But instead, as St. Peter says, live soberly, justly, and devoutly in this life so as to attain, by the help of God's mercy, the eternal life for which I long. In other words, it means that I'm living a deepening personal relationship with Christ in and through his body, the church. And God's word comes today to ask all of us, including myself, am I doing this? Am I doing this? This is what I promised to do. These are my commitments. This is the covenant between God and his people of which I say that I have a share. If I'm married... How am I living my covenantal commitments to my spouse? Do I always respect my identity as a spouse? Do I live in a way that is completely true to my spouse, loving and honoring my spouse all the days of my life? This is the covenant of marriage which God blessed and in the person of the ordained minister, he himself witnessed. If I'm ordained, do I live my consecration to be another Christ for the sake of the people entrusted to my care? Am I a man of personal prayer? Do I faithfully offer the divine office for the people of God? Do I celebrate the sacraments with reverence and devotion? Do I live simply, simply, which is proper to my state in life? And am I obedient to the bishop? And those in authority over me. As a priest, do I live joyfully, celibacy, as a gift which disposes me to a freer love for God's holy people? Commitments and promises. My friends, they give definition to our personalities and to our lives. 
lived with gusto and determination. They mold us into the persons God has called us to be. God always keeps his promises. Jesus Christ, as it says in Hebrews, is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The drama of every human life really is whether one will accept God's unchanging love and return it, return it by giving him the best of ourselves each and every day. And yet we know, we know this at times it is not easy. Yes, at times it can be difficult for us to keep our covenantal commitments. The world tempts us to flee, flee our commitments. In fact, people who are worldly have a horror of commitments. What matters is feelings and options, so that one is free to come and go as one pleases. But the reality, my friends, is that if one refuses to make commitments, if one refuses to stand for anything, one stands for nothing. And life is empty. So then the ultimate question which comes to us tonight is this, what do I stand for? What do I stand for? To what or to whom am I really committed? Is it to the Lord Jesus Christ? Or in my heart of hearts, am I committed to someone or something else? Dear brothers and sisters, this Lent, let us resolve to do an exacting examination of conscience and then to root out of our lives whatever is at variance from the commitments we have made to God and one another. Let us be renewed in the grace of the eternal covenant every Sunday by attending Holy Mass and worthily receiving Holy Communion. In this way, we will be happier, happier, because we will be more authentically what we claim to be, children of God and children of the church.